Where else can you go to not only find the information on how to train your dog, but the best deals on training equipment as well? Standing Stone Supply has everything you need to create that next versatile champion from DT system electronics down to even emergency med kits to take with you on your hunting trips. If you need some help with your training program, then their step-by-step online course might be a great fit for you, making it a convenient one-stop shop for the knowledge as well as the gear to take your training to the next level. Hit up standingstonesupply.com and promo code GDIY will save you 10%. As someone who constantly travels to new locations out of state to hunt, I have to rely on map scouting before I even get in the truck. Onyx Hunt Maps makes it super easy for me to plan out my trips as well as track my success while on the trip. The offline maps along with the tracking feature and ability to add pictures to my waypoints means I can always reference old trips and hunts to better prepare for the next. When planning your next hunt, be sure to use Onyx to put you and your dog in the best situation you can. Use code GDIY20 at checkout to save 20% and know where you stand with Onyx. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Yep, and that's that's really what what the the biggest cost of all this because yeah, you we can put a, an arbitrary number on a lot of this stuff, but you can't put a number for we do all this because we love it. You're gonna get that puppy, you're gonna train it, and it's it's your hunting partner, it's your buddy. One thing we all love to do with our dogs is hit the road and go on new adventures. In order for that to happen, we have to be able to safely and efficiently travel with our dogs. Dakota 283 is dedicated to building unparalleled pet protection and tailgate lifestyle products for you and your best friends. Their one-piece roto-molded kennels have many options such as the Hero Series for military-grade crates, T1 low-profile kennels that will fit truck beds with tonneau covers, and their most popular G3 Series that's available in any size you'll need. Dakota not only offers many different sizes and styles of kennels, they also offer products and accessories to help with food and water transport, truck bed storage, and even grooming stations. Have a new puppy and only want to buy one kennel instead of buying multiple ones as they grow? Look at the Forever Kennel Insert Divider that gives you the ability to buy a kennel now and adjust the size inside as needed. No matter what you need to get you on your next adventure with your dog, Dakota has it for you. Check them out now at dakota283.com. Your new 283 lifestyle is just one click and free shipping away. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another week of GDIY. Joe is with me as usual. Joe, how's it going? It's going good, man. Missed you. Missed you after uh, our our hiatus, you know? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Uh, For the first time, and I mean, I don't know how long we've been doing this. However long, it's it's going on two years. Almost two years. Close to it. Yeah, we, we finally missed an episode and sorry about that for everybody, but it, it was kind of like, uh, I, I don't know, perfect timing for a bunch of stuff to, to go wrong. You know, we got a little busy in our own personal lives, but then also like three or four people that were lined up to record just all fell through. So I think it was a mixture between uh, the ho- the timing of the holiday with with Easter, uh, a lot of the country's opening back up, and it's turkey season. So uh, I think everybody was just like, you know what? I have better stuff to do than talk to you guys about dogs. <laughs> yeah, you know, and we I, I had my in-laws in, good families. We both, I think we underestimated uh, 
what happens then when you have kids, no matter, you know, our kids aren't old enough to uh, actually go around and, and uh, look for Easter <laughs> eggs or anything like that. But still, man, it was like, oh man, I, we, we, yeah. we talked before and we we're like, ah, should we miss this week? We didn't really want to. And then it was just like, Phew. Exactly. Well, we all we we almost threw up uh, uh, just a horribly thrown together <laughs> episode, and I I think I told you I was just like, you know what? I'd rather just skip a week than throw out this this horrible episode. So uh, we've learned from yeah, our so, mistakes. We've done that before, <laughs> and it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't say which ones, but anyway, we're 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 back at it again. We're here, and uh, hopefully, we don't we don't miss another one for for another two years or so. So, uh, hope everybody forgives us, and you know. Uh, that they don't take their money back from the free podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you want to go ahead and tell everybody what me and you were talking about this week? Oh man, you ruined my joke. I was going to say you got a hell of a guest this week, Nick. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make up for not having a guest last week. Yeah, not, not having because of how great this podcast is about to be. <laughs> Had to bring in the big hitter. Big hitter. You said, man, we're talking about spending money. So let me get Joe on the podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the first episode you've been on in a while. And I was sitting there, you know, a few people have asked me here lately, why doesn't Joe do more more episodes with you? I'm like, look, if you if you listen to the podcast for an extended period of time, you'll learn. Joe loves dogs. He's in the world. But uh, you know, you're you're not the most dedicated trainer and nope. you're not the most dedicated hunter. You're kind of along for the ride. You just enjoy it for what what it's about, right? You just you enjoy getting out there with your buddies, you enjoy getting out there with your dog. So it's like when it comes to in-depth dog discussions, you're not the guy. But when it comes to the lifestyle and the and just living with the dog and enjoying the dogs and what they bring to the table, you're you're great to get on the episode because you kind of provide a completely different perspective than me. Yeah, and I'm a nerd when it comes to new stuff and and paying attention to you know that that's what I do for a living too is is e-commerce. So whenever someone releases anything new or or has like the, the greatest gadget, I'm always kind of you know looking into it how it can make my life um, easier when it comes to having a dog or you know out in the field. Uh, I I enjoy all that stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's only kind of the s- small p- part about it, but we're actually going to go. Um, over the cost of owning a dog throughout its yep. lifetime. Yep. So, so here's your dis- here's there your go. disclaimer now, yep. okay? Focus in on this everybody listening. If you're new to this and you're trying to convince your significant other, your wife, your husband, whoever that getting a gun dog is a wise choice, you may not want to play this episode with with them in the car right now. This is your disclaimer because this is one of those, a lot of people kind of gloss over a lot of the costs of dogs in this episode. We, I am literally breaking down for like an average cost of just an average dog an average home, home style and everything that goes into it. We're actually trying to put numbers to this. And it was Joe, you even said it after I kind of broke down the, (laughs) the, the list for you. Uh, you're like, man, I didn't realize it really climbed this high mm-hmm. and it, it, it sneaks up on you. So I'm just this fair warning, guys, if you're trying to convince your significant other uh, or even yourself that you want to get a dog, you know, maybe listen to this after you get the dog. I don't know. But uh, that I think don't, don't I think we're going to give the dog away. Keep your receipt. <laughs> But yeah, you know, kind of what I was just saying, this is coming from a very average perspective. I'm going to be drilling this home 
throughout the entire episode because I know there's going to be that one smart aleck that emails me and he's like, you didn't account for the cost of water that you have to give your dog out of your water bill every month or something. It's like, okay, like there's some tangibles that we're not going to touch on, but it's one of those things you can obviously go overboard on it or you can go under on it depending on how creative you want to get with this and what you feel like you need and don't need. So we're going to break this down the best way we can and assist average people. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Right down the middle. Yeah. Like you're not going to listen to this and be like, you know, go, go to your husband or wife after five years and be like, Nick on GDIY said that this is how much it costs and you spent this, you know, (laughs) it's like, don't do that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're not talking, uh, about Charles and his his truck setup, you know, <laughs> so some of those some of those truck rigs are, are crazy. We're not <laughs> yep. we're not mentioning we're not mentioning that, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. So it, I think it's going to have some good information, though. I'm I'm excited to talk about this because I haven't I haven't a lot of people have talked about the cost, but they haven't actually tried to put numbers to it. So we'll, we'll see how full of uh, full of crap we can get with this one. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Nick, I've got a uh, I got a review this week. Well, good. You should. Uh, you had two weeks to prepare for it. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I got a tip of the week too. So yeah, well, somehow um, we are now da, 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 256 ratings, Nick. There you go. Climbing they, up. I, I don't know how that happened, but uh, remember if you guys do a review, make sure to hit us up. Um, it is appreciated. Make sure um, if, if I read your review this week that you let us know this week, we're actually, we're going to uh, do one for the ladies. Uh, this is from Aaron underscore EB. <laughs> Perfect. I sound like a like a roller rink DJ. There. This one goes out to all the ladies out there. Couple skate. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I said that. All right. <laughs> uh, this one says perfect for the GDIY women. I absolutely love this podcast. The information is so helpful, and the fact the wives who hunt or just women who train and hunt their dogs are included is amazing. It has helped me get my own new puppy and train him be even better than my husband's and she put a winky Uh-oh. face emoji <laughs> keep there up the good go. work y'all we appreciate it aaron make sure you uh hit us up um we'll get you a sticker um but yeah yep. I, I, man uh gdi wives is is, is I'm, I'm really glad we do that um i think you know this space can kind of get a little stale of you kind of hear kind of you know from the same voices all the time and and um that different perspective is awesome so kylie's doing a great yeah. job Absolutely. She's getting more comfortable. We're getting great feedback on that. So hopefully everybody enjoy that. And yeah, appreciate the the review as always. Everybody, if you haven't done that, it's the easiest way to support the podcast. And uh, with that, I'll I'll give the tip of the week real quick. This one comes from Joseph Fontana. Uh, He just sent me a quick note and uh, said, oftentimes we're always checking wind direction as it's critical for training and setting up birds and so on and so forth. Uh, As a deer hunter, he had used the product for stand location, but picked it up for training as well because he was struggling with finding the crosswind early on. And so he sent a link to a $7 bottle of just downwind wind detector. And, you know, that's a good tool to have in your little training belt to where you can always check a crosswind to make sure your dog is getting set up with the right sending conditions. Add it and to the list. You know, yeah. And then there's <laughs> <laughs> add it to the list. Uh, but then, you know, it's, it's also there's other things. There's all kinds of wind detection. A lot of deer hunters use uh, what's called milkweed. And so that kind of goes into the habitat. If you plant some milkweed, it's going to help with habitat. It's going to help with the monarch butterflies. And then you can use it for wind detection. Right. So, uh, yeah. 
you, you know, it's you can get creative with that. But I thought it was a pretty good one. You know, you don't send, see too many people out there with some wind detector, but it it is uh, good, especially I was out there training Saturday and the wind was constantly swirling on me. So every time I was planting birds for somebody, the wind was different. So that would have been uh, good to have on my end. Well, Nick, I think we need to go get a beer and we might uh, need to start this podcast. Yeah, let's get to it. Hope you guys enjoy and uh, we'll see you back next week. See you. We get asked all the time what the most important thing to consider is when training and living with a hunting dog, and they're often surprised when they hear us answer with proper nutrition. It's pretty obvious when you think about it, though. It doesn't matter how well the dog is trained if it doesn't have the right fuel. The saying garbage in, garbage out rings true in dog nutrition. Yukonuba's premium performance lineup goes beyond just protein and fat with a number of different formulas designed to fuel your dog's specific activity level while supporting their recovery and optimizing their nutrient delivery. The proof is in the pudding, or lack thereof, when you make the switch to Yukonuba. You'll see immediate results in your dog's energy level and drive. They have a formula for every type of dog from your hardest working dog in the field to your laziest retired dog on the couch. Head on over to YukonubaSportingDog.com to find the right formula for your hunting partner. Make the switch today and let Yukonuba fuel your dog so you can focus on what you and your dog actually love to do, work. Picture this. You just finished a long day's hunt or a long day in the training field grooming your next champion. You've run through your entire string of dogs in anticipation for the next fall. You think the day's over. It's not, though. Your day's not over until you let that ugly dog hunt. No hunting or training session is complete without capping it off with one of the spirits from Ugly Dog Distillery. They're Michigan-raised and purebred handcrafted spirits. They have everything you need from vodka and gin to your more traditional after-hunt choice Kentucky bourbon. Head on over to UglyDogDistillery.com to check availability within your state. And if you have an upcoming event that's alcohol-friendly, then be sure to reach out to us and see if we can add another ugly dog to the lineup. We'll tell you right now, we aren't much on flavored whiskeys, but you have to try their peanut butter whiskey. Unlike other peanut butter whiskeys out there, Ugly Dogs is made with real Kentucky bourbon and not just grain alcohol with syrup. So after your next hunt or a long day of testing and you're trying to decide what to drink, reach for the bottle with Ruger, the German wire hair pointer on it. It was handcrafted by people just like us, dog people. Every adventure starts somewhere. Make sure yours includes an ugly dog at your side. Explore responsibly. All right, Jojo. How much did you spend on your dog so far? I don't know. Out of all the years that you've had it, have you been keeping up with it, keeping receipts and everything? No, I think um, I think I might have uh, I might be divorced if I actually kept track of it. <laughs> uh, and you have one gun dog. <laughs> I, I, got, I got one gun dog exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, we're here this week to talk to everybody about a, a, we tried our best to put an actual number to a lot of this stuff on owning gun dogs because a lot of people will say, oh, it's expensive. Uh, but they don't give you an actual number for a lot of stuff, let alone mm-hmm. broken out over years. And so we, we tried to put this on an average cost, you know, it wasn't the higher end stuff, wasn't the lower end stuff, just right there in the middle. And this is based on an average, just 50 pound dog. So keep that in mind as you're going through this. If you got a smaller 35 pound dog or a bigger 75 pound dog, just keep that in mind when we start talking about food and, and medicine and so on and so forth that we're, we're really trying to just give you some kind of middle of the ground number that you can forecast as you start thinking about getting a dog 
Yeah, and I think you know between you and me, you're a little bit more DIY. So I mean, you you built your own, you know, you know truck storage system, and and for the longest time, you you know basically had airline kennels, you know, in the back of your truck, and <laughs> and basically I had a, uh, I think I, I mean Dakota, don't don't hate me for this, but I think I had a Rufflin the first time I had a Jack, and then I realized it was too small, and so I got another kettle, but. Um, I was like ready. I had, you know, I had all the stuff. I think I went to, uh, gun dog supply and had already gotten him a, a collar with his name on it and stuff. So dude, I was, I was ready. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're literally going to go down everything that we could think of, uh, that the average person might be considering buying. And, yep. and then obviously you have the stuff that you have to buy on a regular basis. So there's really no, no other place to start besides the obvious buying the actual dog. Yep. And, you know, as, as you guys know, that can vary greatly. Um, Nick, we're, we're putting basically in a thousand dollar price tag on it. Um, I know you, you paid more for your dogs on that. Uh, I paid less for my dog than that. Um, when I called up, uh, when I actually found who kind of, uh, I guess he didn't really breed Jack. The, the guy who bred Jack basically sold his line to this guy in Nebraska. Um, Right before we found out we were pregnant, we were actually going to get another dog. Um, and that price started at $150. He was going to sell me that dog. After I told him I wasn't going to buy a dog um, from him, he dropped it all the way down to $75. So we realized that, that there's a little bit of a scale here, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's really why we put it at 1000 because yeah. I know guys that, you know, and this also changes whether you're getting a puppy you're getting mm-hmm. a started dog or a finished dog or even a rescue, you know, rescues you can get for next to nothing with just a little small rehoming fee or something. Or you could uh, be but, importing it from Germany and flying it first <laughs> yeah, class to your house. Exactly. You know, we, we all know those people that spent four or $5,000 plus on dogs. Yep. Uh, I know plenty of people that spent, you know, like you said, $200 on a dog. So it's really set up. We, we just put a thousand dollars on this just again right in the middle average uh i'd say you know really the average is kind of probably 1200 to 1500 if you start looking at a lot of the navda lines now you know mm-hmm. uh but let's just call it a thousand dollars but to me you know when we're trying to add up the cost of a dog you gotta gotta start with the actual dog so we'll just ca- call it a thousand bucks thousand bucks right there all right yep. so next you, you've brought the, the dog home now, yes, you got to actually protect that investment now, and that's yes. where we got need to talk about puppy vaccines. <laughs> yes, so I actually because I could not remember what I spent for my vaccinations with for my dog, so I hit up with uh, you know, it, he was on quite a while ago. Uh, the Woody Vet, go look it up, it's one of the first few episodes we did. Mm-hmm. He broke this all down in those episodes, but he gave me a breakdown of what he charges. At the Veterinary Associates of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Look them up if you're looking for a vet and you're close by. Yep. Uh, but he gave me a breakdown, and it, it is to note he is a lot more affordable than a lot of other vets. So I'm just going off of what he, the prices he sent me, but just keep that in mind. He is a lot more affordable. And so for total, just, just puppy vaccinations, this is all the different – uh, stages, which you have a six week, nine week, 12 week, and a 15 to 16 week somewhere. So you got four sets of them, right? What he charges for his puppy vaccinations came out to a total of 330 bucks. 
Okay. So with that, it, somebody's sitting there like this never had a dog. They're like, man, what, what's the puppy vaccinations? Okay. So you have every time you, you go in there, you're going to have a different set of what he calls the, the DA2P distemper, parvo, adenovirus, and parainfluenza. God, it's a mouthful every time I say that. <laughs> so, like, the way he does it is he does that set that set of vaccinations plus a fecal test, which is, you know, uh, so his vaccinations are $18 per uh, visit. His fecal test is $24 per visit. And then deworming, 13 and just the exam costs of $27. Do that about four times, and that's where you come up with the with the deal. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know it's again, clinics va- vaccinate completely different. These prices are subject to change. Different parts of the country, different clinics. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Not all clinics recommend doing the same thing. Some clinics recommend the canine influenza vaccine, which requires a set of two vax. Uh, Wit he he gives the kennel cough shot twice as a puppy, then once a year after that. Uh, so it, it's one of those just look at it, but that's going to kind of give you a, a ballpark of you're looking at, you know, three fifty, four hundred bucks, depending on your your vet and your location in the country. Yep. And, and in that too, you've got, you know, your annual checkup and your vaccinations yes. um, over the lifetime of the dog. Yeah. So, you know, just because you have your puppy vaccinations, you're also going to have your annual vaccinations after that. And that comes out to where, what he charges a, about a hundred bucks per year with what he does. So, uh, that right there, you know, it, the cost is adding up right there, but it, again, do your homework, call the different vets, you know, don't, don't go to a vet or not go to a vet just based on the price of the vaccinations, find the vet that, that, you're comfortable with and and kind of knows what you're planning on doing with the dog and can appreciate the uh, lifestyle and and hunting and the type of environment they're going to be in because that can also change the type of care that they get uh but yeah just just keep that in mind that that's that's typically what you're looking at uh for your puppy vaccinations and then your annual vaccinations after that yep and then after that you know you've got you know heartworm flea and tick um that doesn't, I'll be honest, Nick, that didn't seem like a big deal, you know, cause you're just like, all right, you know, I, I got, I, I'm going to spend, you know, 60 bucks a quarter for this. Um, it's kind of something that I haven't really thought about. Um, cause you just yeah. kind of go and it's kind of maintenance, but it does yeah. that up. Yeah. So what we did on this again, this is based on a 50 pound dog. For flea and tick, I I just gave the price for Perfecto because that's personally what I use and, yep. and I really enjoy it. So, going off of Chewy, uh, it's sixty dollars a quarter because it's a pill that you give every every uh, four months as opposed or every three months as opposed to every month. So I, it's sixty dollars every three months that I have on auto ship through Chewy. So that's two hundred forty dollars a year on just flea and tick prevention, right? Uh, and that's another thing mentioned in Chewy, you know, there's other services out there, but just mm-hmm. doing the auto ship, you're going to save, I think it's like 5% if you do do the auto ship on Chewy, that's a way to save money. And I guess as we're going through these, we can give other ideas on how to save money. Uh, puppy vaccinations, I believe it's tractor supply. They actually have, I think it's like once a month, depending on where you're at, they'll actually have a free vaccination day. So you could yep. save on puppy vaccinations if you if you do your homework and know what it needs. So uh, you know, 
that's just going back to vaccinations, but back to flea and tick, there's other brands. There's brands that you can get for once a month. There's, uh, the Soresto collars. If you're into the collars, I'm not a big fan of the collars. I've just found that as much as I'm in and out of water in the swamps, they're, they're either getting hung up on stuff. They're falling off. They're wearing out. They don't do as great a job to where, Ever since I've been on Brevecto, it's one pill every three months, knocked mm-hmm. out. I don't have to worry about it. And every tick I've found on my dogs since I put them on it, uh, it's been a dead tick. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Nick, we're not we're not sponsored by Brevecto. I don't no. know what you have your dogs on. Do you? What do you? What do you have your dogs on? Uh, so I don't know if you know about my wife, Nick. You you do the bougie stuff that <laughs> well, I don't know. Are are we going the full organic uh, flea and tick route that you were on in Wisconsin a couple of years ago? I mean, basically, yeah. So, so luckily really, (laughs) you know, here in Texas, the, the, if we're not going up North, don't necessarily really have to worry about ticks too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I go and use the bougie, you know, uh, (laughs) spearmint, whatever clove, uh, spray, you know, before they go out and everything like that. So. Um, but man, I, I don't know about you, but the, uh, the fleas were like awful last year in Tennessee. I mean, I, I had the, our guy come out and spray our yard so many times. And so I think, uh, this is the year that we're actually going to bite the bullet. I, I forget what we did with, um, the Australian shepherd. We actually did have her on something and I just forget what it was, but, um, yeah, they got so bad. So we're, we're, we're probably going to, you know. I heard uh, you're sponsored by Brevecto or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I found that's what's worked for me. And, yeah. you know, to your point, you know, that's it. You, you kind of do the alternative route, the more natural route. Uh, and when we we're in Wisconsin, you were combing out a lot of ticks that I wouldn't mm-hmm. having to comb out after every walk. Right. So, yes, sir. Uh, but you know, there's something to be said. Y'all are a little bit more, uh, uh, cognizant or or uh <laughs> responsibly uh minded on some of these brands or stuff i i don't know i, I don't know what the right <laughs> way to describe that is but uh different way of looking at things right so nick we, we we've spent a good amount of money already and we mm-hmm. haven't even gotten to one of the biggest price tags on here what's that food well yeah I, well, I mean, even before we touch on food, because that is a bigger price tag, uh, real quick, we do just say heartworm medicine. Typically, most heartworm medicines oh, yeah. are, are uh, they're around the same thing from my experience. Again, 50 pounds. I use Interceptor. It's $45 every six months on Chewy. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, so that's $90 an annual. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much. Do, what do you do for heartworm Oh, I forget, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prepare it on this. All right. Uh, I got I got I to look. I, I, I have it in my dog box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, you use something, but yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking at this, uh, you know, we broke this down so far, just to keep everybody tracking. One time we're at a thousand bucks for the dog, 328 for vet puppy vaccinations, and then annual costs so far. We're at a hundred for uh, the annual checkup. 240 for the flea and tick and 90 for the heartworm. So we are at, we're over $400 annually and we haven't even touched on like what you said, the bigger piece, which is food, food, food can get expensive, man. It can. And so when we talk about food, 
we're talking about Yukonuba. That's what we feed our dogs. We switch to them. Uh, it's, it, and they've actually responded well to it. And I'm yeah. using Yukonuba because I actually, so I've kept the same amount of activity on my dogs and I am feeding them less. And they are keeping on the same amount of weight. Rachel actually gained a little bit. I had to decrease her food a little bit. So keep that in mind. The type, the quality of food that you have is going to play a part in this. But what I did was Yukonuber Performance 3020 for a 50-pound dog. Okay. And this kind of goes into a crazy math equation. At three cups a day, <laughs> that gives you for actually a 30 pound bag that's 39 days for a 30 pound bag okay that's 65 dollars for a 30 pound bag so let's just round down to 65 dollars a month for easy math right so mm -hmm. at 65 dollars a month you're looking at 780 dollars annually yeah and in that you know you're you're feeding your dog a little bit more you know, on training days or, or out in the hunt. So again, we're, this is, this is easy math time. <laughs> yeah. We're not, yeah, we're, it's not, easy we're not getting the weeds. And you no, know, for no, me, that, that's why I said three cups a day. That, yeah, that's what's yeah. recommended for your average 50 pound dog. Just three cups a day. That's 39 days at 30 pounds. So just round that down to an even 30 pound bag per month. You know, that's it. 39 days, That's you're, you're essentially going to have a week more, but let's just call it 780 uh, per month or per, annually per uh, for just dog food. Yeah. And, that adds and we're up. Not, yeah, we're not That's talking about dog. treats or bones or anything like that. Um, no. Or, or you know, uh, special, you know, things in the field that you use. If you use, you know, like a after hunt supplement or, or um, oatmeal cream pies. Uh, <laughs> OCB, yeah. We're, we're not we're not counting the oatmeal cream pies on this. No, this is just dog food. This is no supplements. This is no wet food going into it. This is just dry food with Yukonuba for one dog at an average weight. So that that can add up quickly. And, and you know, again, you you can skimp on this. Like we said, you can go higher on cost. You can go lo lower on cost. And I mean, hmm. I, I have one buddy. Uh, you know him, Adam. Uh, he. <laughs> He he has a bunch of chickens and eggs, so he hard boils a bunch of eggs and kind of mixes that in with his dogs to save money. And yeah. uh, and a lot of people, you know, they do the raw food diet, and that can mm -hmm. go cheaper. Or usually, from what I've talked to people, it's kind of more expensive for quality raw food. But just know, again, this is just just an average take. Let's just let's just call it what it is: uh, seven eighty a month for one dog at fifty pounds. And uh, so, yeah. You know, the costs are at already adding up per dog and, you know, hopefully not, nobody's trying to write down all these numbers. We'll, we'll give you the totals at the end of this. But, uh, so I guess that kind of wraps up like the, the reoccurring care costs. We can start getting into some of the training costs if you want to. Yeah. The, the, the first part kind of, you know, it's not really fun. That's kind of, you know, upkeep, everything like that. This is where we can talk about where, you know, this can vary way more because you know we're going to talk about some stuff that you could spend you know very little amount of money on and then you can actually you know the sky's the limit on this next part so we're, we're going to talk about um some of the cost um for training so this is you know no matter really what we're talking about here um if you know if you're doing navda or if you're doing retriever uh trials or man, if you're doing uh agility training 
um, this is kind of a, a general outline of what you'd be spending when you guys are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just start off. Everybody has some, some gear, some basic gear that, you know, most people usually get the average person. They start off mm-hmm. with just a basic collar leash and check cord. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know a lot of people, they'll go crazy on the, on some leather, you know, Jaeger cords. They'll go crazy on the collars. They'll go crazy on the leash. So on and so forth. Uh, I just called it 20 bucks each. So one time $60 total right there, just for your basic collar leash check cord, right? That's not fancy, uh, uh, pinch collar or, or any of that other stuff, just a basic, normal collar leash and check cord. That yep. sound about right to you or you think we need to add in more? No, I mean, I, I think, I think that sounds about right. Um, I think, we'd be being a little bit picky and saying that like a dog's going to have the same collar for its entire life. Um, cause it probably won't, but again, we're kind of, you know, getting a yeah. little bit, I think too much in the weeds, but I think 20 bucks. Is yeah. Good. Yeah. We'll just call it. So 60 bucks. We'll call yeah. it one time right there because I got another section late, later on to, to where, you know, you're obviously going to have some stuff to replace here and there, yeah. but so there's 60 bucks right there. Uh, the next one is crate. And so this is probably the biggest discrepancy and opportunity to either save money or really do a deep dive on money. <laughs> Cause I've seen some people that have the custom made, you know, stainless steel welded system with the truck oh, yeah. drawers and the crates built into it with the fans. And like, it's super nice, but you have to take out a mortgage for it and you're looking at you know, you're looking at five or six grand for a setup like that, but then you can go to a freaking Walmart and 20 bucks, get, get you a little airline carrier or a little yeah. crappy wire cage. Right. Uh, so what we did is obviously we're Dakota guys. So Dakota 283, if you just do their basic, their, their, their medium kennel, it's $350. Even at a puppy, they have this thing called a forever kennel insert. And it's designed for you to expand the size of that kennel as the puppy grows. So you're not having to buy multiple kennels and crates throughout the dog's life. It's with them from a very early stage. As soon as you bring it home to full grown, you just have this insert that you're just backing up in the kennel as it grows, right? So that's 90 bucks. So your medium kennel, 350 bucks, plus your forever kennel insert, 90 bucks. That's $440. But sign up for GDIY Patreon and you get a discount code. So there you go. We're saving you money already. Listen, and I can't um, begin to tell you how valuable um, having a Dakota is because the biggest thing that I, you know, you kind of take for granted is the locking feature. Um, yeah. You know, I, I go and visit my parents a good amount and, and uh, my in-laws. And so the ability to have my dogs in the back of my truck, um, lock them up know that they're going to be safe um is huge but yeah. we had um uh some friends over the other night um and we also have a four-month-old baby who doesn't like to sleep very much and i also have three dogs who like to bark so that whole thing is not a very good combination yeah well, kaylee goes well you got your kennels on the back of your truck just go and put them in the back of the truck we're not gonna be able yeah. to hear them bark and man that is a that is a tip of the week right there <laughs> Is if you, have, if you if you got a baby who who wakes up when dogs bark and you're having uh, some people over, put them in the back of your truck, lock them up. They're going to be good. There you go. 
Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, we, we've talked about it before. There's there's just too many benefits to, to create training to where we're not going to go into that because that, that's it, we've it's been covered to death on yeah. on other episodes very early on. But, yeah, it's one of those you can go to PetSmart, Walmart, whatever, and, and get you a 20, 30 dollar kennel. Uh, but it's just cheap plastic. It break. They break all the time. Uh, or you can get a quality one. You know, there's a lot of great brands out there. Dakota, I, in my opinion, is the most fairly priced for what you're, for what you're getting and everything. Mm-hmm. So check them out. And and again, you know, we we do have codes for you if you're interested and you need a kennel. So yep. check that out. I think that Forever Kennel Insert is one of the best things on the market for for crates myself. So yeah, check that out. But let's move on. So that was four hundred and forty dollars. So you're at five hundred dollars for for equipment for just uh collar leash check cord and crate you know five hundred dollars doesn't we, doesn't really go that far right <laughs> we haven't taken uh, the dog out of the truck yet no we haven't uh we've just pulled up to the training day the dog's still in the truck yeah uh the next one again it, it's bumpers just training bumpers mm-hmm. you don't have to have it right when they're a puppy but let's face it we all have some form of training bumpers and usually a bunch of different types of them I just called it, let's call it three bumpers. You know, most of the people I know have two or three bumpers. Yeah. Actually, most of the guys I know have freaking like 20 or 30. They got let's just call, Yeah. <laughs> let's just call it three bumpers at 10 bucks a pop. I know, you know, you can go crazy and, and get some really good bumpers like Dawkins for, you know, 20, 30 bucks. And then you can get the wing attachment for another 10 bucks and then some scent to inject in it. It's just like everything else. You can spend more money or you can go and make your own wooden dowels or something like that, a paint yep. roller and, and have a cheap bumper. So, you know, t- do your Home Depot training system. Uh, it. To me, it's ten bucks for for just a retrieving bumper. There you go, uh, and there's thirty bucks right there. So I don't think we need to spend too much time on on that one. Do you have anything else to add on it? Nope. We'll we'll, we'll, right. we'll talk at the end about a little bit more on that stuff. But yeah, I okay. think that's good. So the next one, it's it all the time is being discussed by people. You turn on Facebook, you go into any of the dog training. Uh, groups or anything what's what's the n- number one thing that P- you see people asking for uh as far as equipment goes uh what is an e-collar you are correct so again you can go as crazy as you want on this mm-hmm. or you can go as cheap as you want on this right we've talked about the importance of e-collars especially e-collars and crates i think on this list is may- maybe you could you could say for something about the actual cost of buying the dog, yeah. but you get what you pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, e-collars, especially if you go to PetSmart and you buy their little $35 backyard trainer e-collar that, you know, it, it has one setting. You have no idea what it's at. You are not going to be as happy as you are with, you know, say your Garmin system. That's 600 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I put on a Doctrine 1900 model on this for 250 bucks and the reason why i did that is i have the garmin alpha i use that for tracking and hunting but i've been using the same dogtra 1900 collar no joke since crockett was a puppy so for 15 years now 
I've just had that Doctra 1900 collar and I've been, I've used it through multiple dogs. Now it works great. Still holds up. The only thing I had to do was like four years ago, buy a battery that was like 15 bucks on the inter- internet and it came to me, popped it in and it's still good to go. It's waterproof. It's consistent. It works great. Yeah. Um, so it's it's one of those. Yes, you can go a hundred dollars. You can go freaking eight nine hundred dollars. It depends on what you want. Uh, for training, though, I use Doctor nineteen hundred. I have the Garmin Alpha for hunting, but I don't use that for training. It's a little too cumbersome for me, and I didn't even intr- include uh, a different section for tracking collars because some people they don't use e tracking collars, right? They'll use. Mm-hmm. They'll use bells or beeper collars or so on and so forth. So just kind of plug in what you think you're going to want. This is really goal-oriented. If if you know that you're going to spend $800 on collars, that then that's you. But the average person, I think, is just for a training collar, let's just call it $250. Bucks. that sound good to you? Yeah, yeah. I think that's great because, you know, that's something that, you can use, you know, when the, when the dog's young to when the dog's old. Whereas I think the the tracking collar is a little bit more specific use case. So um, yeah, can't go wrong with the dog trim. Yeah. So the next one again, this was we we had to just kind of arbitrarily just pick a number, right? <laughs> I, I I thought back on this for a lot of people that I know that have been training their dogs for a little while. The monthly training bird estimated cost this is hard because everybody's going to be a little different the area that you're going to be in the time of year that you're going to be in are you buying quail chucker Mm -hmm. huns pheasant what are you buying so just just to put a number down okay i did six chucker per month at ten dollars each so that's sixty dollars a month that comes out to seven hundred and twenty dollars a year okay Yep. So this one is really, really arbitrary because especially since I've had two dogs, when I'm seriously training, I was going through probably 12 to 15 chucker a week, if not two, you know, every two weeks, if not every week. So that costs like when I when I really put it down on paper, I was like, holy crap. Like hopefully Pam is not listening to this this episode because at seven hundred twenty dollars a year. Now, granted, we weren't really doing that during hunting season, so I guess that there's a little bit off that it evens out. But the point is, it adds up quickly. And if you're training for a test and you're constantly going through birds, 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 it adds up quick. So if you're gonna have a bird dog, it's gonna take birds of some sort at some point. Whether you have access to homing pigeons, that helps out. But what people fail to forget about homing pigeons, you still have to build a coop. You still have to feed them. You still have to clean their coop and medicate them. It's all arbitrary. You're still going to come out ahead than buying your, your other birds. But, yep. you know, it, there is still cost associated to pigeons on an annual basis. And so, again, we, we just called it at $60 a month. That's $720 a year. I would argue even the average person, at least for the first year or two, when they're really trying to grow that bird dog is going to spend more than that on birds. I don't know. Yep. What do you think? No, I'd agree. Cause again, like what you said, the type of bird you're going to use. I mean, if, if you're doing more retrieving stuff and, and 
you know, you're using more ducks and you're not reusing the ducks that that adds into it. Or if you're just, you know, oh, I just want, you know, two or three quail. But I think, I mean, even if we're not using them during hunting season, like you said, uh, there's if you're preparing for a, a test or anything like that, you're going through them. But I was about to say this doesn't count for, for the ones that uh, that you bought and that I try to go put down and they fly away because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you got to add that you got that add that into it too. Yeah, no, dude. I when I was typing this up, like that was the one that made me stop and think. And I I went back to that that summer that me and Austin were training for the utility test, mm-hmm. and how many birds we went through. Dear Lord, I don't even want to think about that, but. Yeah, it's it's one of those get definitely get created on on birds and, and figure out how you can save money on that because if you get if you get into some testing or trialing or something and you take it serious, you you can easily that that could easily be the most expensive thing that you do on an annual basis training yeah. this dog is just yeah. the cost of birds for sure. Well, we've got kind of the random stuff coming up. Uh, we've got like the intangibles. Um, yeah. This is probably going to be, you know, kind of where it's pretty different for, for everyone, but these, this is all real money that's being spent here. Um, so, I mean, we, we had to call this stuff out. Yes. Uh, the first one, let's just call it an annual hunting trip because a a lot of people they do, you know, they do trips on a weekend basis. That's not your average person. Uh, some people don't take an annual hunt trip, but I, I would say you, you get these dogs, uh, I would say more years than not, you're going to take an annual hunting trip with your dog, right? And this can be thousands of dollars if you go to a nice resort or lodge, guides and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it could be a true just, you know, what I've done and gone to Wisconsin and just truck camp for a full week. And you can really save money. It's really just gas, food, ammo and licenses, right? Right. Uh so again, just put a number on it. I think the average person, if they're smart about it and, and they're not going too crazy, uh, going to the local bars or watering holes like somebody named Joe, then is that? You, you could, uh, <laughs> I'd say $1,000 a year is is more than enough to do a decent hunting trip if that's what you're truly after is just a hunting trip. Yeah, and like you said, Either subtract that if you're, you know, going to do the, you know, camping thing and, and, but even that, I mean, you're still talking about gas if you're not close to birds and you're still talking about the supplies that deal with camping and everything like that. It adds up. It does, but you know, you're going to pay for gas either way, going to and from where, wherever you're hunt trip is mm-hmm. uh you're paying licenses either way you're paying yep. ammo either way really the the only thing that you're saving on is the lodging right and that there are certain things that come with uh camping you save a lot of money but you know what how comfortable do you have to be and you know are are you going hunting with a buddy or maybe a significant other and then you know then you're really getting into dangerous territory to where if you have a wife like mine who you know enjoys glamping and every time you mention camping they start talking about wanting to buy a trailer or a camper it's like well that kind of defeats the purpose (laughs) so it's just uh you you have the ability to save money but you really have the ability to go overboard and convince yourself that every year is the is the trip of a lifetime right 
And so you're willing to spend that four or five thousand dollars on that on that really high end hunting lodge and, and guided hunt. And uh, it just just to put a number down. We just called it a thousand bucks because you can easily do that with with splitting a uh, hotel room or little camping lodge or, or something like that with a buddy. You, you can you can have a really nice hunting trip every year for a thousand bucks. Yeah, I got a hot tip. If you want to save money on uh, ammo uh, during your hunting trip, uh, take a hunting trip to East Tennessee um, because you won't use any of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, moving on from that, um, I put this down just because, like we've talked about here, not I would say most people don't have the ability to just walk in their backyard and, and go train, right? So what yep. does that mean? That they're traveling to and from training grounds. And speaking from experience, for five or six years, I was doing that on a weekly basis, usually two times a week, driving that hour and a half to and from uh, the training grounds. And so yeah, and, you, and you don't drive a Prius. No, you, you're, you, most of these people are driving trucks and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that adds up. So I just threw in 50 bucks a month. Uh, you know, I, I guess with, with Biden in office now, that's not a tank of gas, but it was a <laughs> tank of gas. Uh, so just call it a tank of gas per month. Uh, I had $50 a month. So that was about $600. Again, it's very hard to quantify you, your gas usage because I don't know how far you're driving, but let's just say the average person, let's just call it one tank a month. I was using more than that. The average person is probably using about that, if not less. Yeah. And if you think not everyone has um, a huge backyard, so even if they're taking their dog to run around to the park, you know, <laughs> all, all those small, yep. that, that small stuff adds up. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's $600 a year year right there uh this next one i put random vet or health issues you know we talked about vaccinations and annual checkups earlier but there's always random stuff that happens to these dogs you know i just called this at i just put 250 dollars a year for this because so i know that not every year you're going to have this. You're not going to spend $250 on a health issue unless you have a health issue, right? Some years you're not going to have that. But then take you know, there's going to be that year to where, you know, God forbid you, your, your dog blows out a wheel and, and tears an ACL or something like mm -hmm. some serious issue to where maybe you use that annual cost like once in the dog's lifetime. But it, it's there. You have to kind of account for that because while I've never had a serious issue with my dogs, uh, it seems like once a year I always have that random like, OK, I got to go get this stapled or, or stitched up or something like that uh, it's there and, and so you would kind of be negligent if you didn't include or or at least consider the cost of it and I know a lot of people they talk about it I guess if you have a really injury prone dog or or concerns over it you just want the security they have pet insurance yep uh, I haven't sprung for that myself I haven't needed it i haven't regretted not getting it yet uh you know maybe my song will change on that whenever my dog does blow an acl or something but i i think you can tell me if i'm wrong i'd say 250 bucks with with a decent price vet uh per year on average you know that's gonna leverage out it's gonna average out over the lifespan of the dog what do you think 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but my dogs, um, very rarely do they have an injury or something that I'm taking them to the vet at like one in the afternoon. Um, a lot of the times it's one o'clock at night and it's a, uh, emergency vet. So that skyrockets that price. (laughs) And I know a lot of people feel the same way about, um, when dogs and stuff need to be taken to the vet. So yeah, I mean, even if you say there's maybe one big thing in the life of that dog, um, that $250 a year is going to cover it. Yeah. So with that being said, now there's, this is really the intangibles. You have no idea what you don't know what you don't know. So you do know that you're going to have some stuff that's going to need replacing every year. You have no idea what, what your wife is going to come home from the store with, like as far as mm-hmm. toys and treats and bones and whatever. And like, Oh, this, sh- this shirt was cute. Let's put it on your dog, whatever. Uh, it's just, this is, this is just the random stuff throughout the year, like yeah. replacing train bumpers, collars, uh, the, the, the spousal surprises, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I don't know. I probably undershot this, but I just threw in 50 bucks a year. I mean, when you think about all the supplies that people can have for their different types of hunting. So, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it and I was like, man, think about like a lot of people were get the vest for their dogs when they hunt. Um, yep. Think of like a, you know, a dog blind uh, for the duck hunters having that. Um, I've oh seen, yeah. No, that's, that's a good one that we didn't talk yeah. about. I mean, the dog blinds, the the wingers and launchers. Yeah, uh, we didn't include that. I, I actually, uh, now that I I did think about it, but again, heck, I've I've never even owned a launcher or a winger. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, it, again, I'm I, I was kind of coming at this from your average Joe, uh, so to speak. Yeah, I put a Vishla goggles on there too. Because I've only seen Beachless <laughs> wear those goggles. <laughs> I respect. <laughs> That's the only dogs I've ever seen them wearing when they're out in the the, the field. So, Ariane, I'm sure love that one right yeah. there. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, again, there's a million things that you can do on this, and, and just like we we did the disclaimer before we even got started on this is like this stuff adds up. You know this. What we just went through, I'm about to give the totals right now so that people, you know, I guarantee you people weren't writing that down like, okay, you said this on this section, but we totaled it up and it really was kind of eye catching there for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go crazy on this stuff. You can get creative and save some money. Uh, but again, just middle of the ground, just putting some kind of ballpark figure on it, the way we figured it up and totaled it up. Uh, the one-time cost. All right. I have yeah. it at a drum roll. No, no, not yet. You'll <laughs> save that for the for the total. The oh, okay, okay, right? okay. That's I thought you were going there. All right. So, no, the 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 one time purchases at, at the very start. You know what we talked about: the cost of the dog, the puppy vax, uh, collar leash, check cord, the crate, the the basic stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Twenty one hundred bucks based on what we put down. Then you go into the annual, the the stuff that every year that that dog is going around and you're training and you're in the lifestyle with that dog, we're around thirty eight hundred bucks. All right, so we to wanted sweat to, a little bit, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the total based on a ten year lifespan. Uh, most of these dogs are healthy; they're active; uh, they mm-hmm. live longer than. 
is. But again, I just put 10 year lifespan because, you know, maybe after 10 years, the dog retired and it's it's a nice, lazy couch dog. Mm -hmm. But total lifespan, the one time plus the annual cost times 10 years. I had almost at 40,500 bucks. Ooh, buddy. (laughs) So if you think about it, you just financed a very, very nice truck for 10 years, right? Nick, we didn't (laughs) even go over this. I didn't have a truck until after I got a dog. And that's exactly what I was about to touch on because this is just this is just the basics that like we yeah. felt like the average person wanting to get into this world was going to spend and want to spend. Again, we did not get into launchers, wingers, and how many people do you know that get the dog, they fall in love with the lifestyle. Next thing you know, they're getting the vest, they're getting the shotguns, then they're getting the truck. They have to outfit the truck with a camper top and a drawer mm-hmm. system. And then, you know, you go kind of overboard and, you know, crazy like me and you end up with a property with a house and then you're building coops and pens and then you buy a freaking tractor so you can do habitat management. Who bought a tractor this week? Nobody. I don't know what you're talking (laughs) about, but it, it really is like. It's a gateway drug, and if, you, if you're if you not careful, it will mm-hmm. bite you, and you are going to spend money. I think, isn't it Scott that always does the disclaimer saying that they're not responsible for any trucks or training equipment or, or wives lost or anything like yeah. that after yeah. you buy a dog from them? Yeah, Dude, exactly. it, you can jump off the deep end quick on this stuff. And you know me, like you said, I'm I'm a pretty DIY guy when it comes to this stuff. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I've never even owned a launcher or a winger myself, but it's it adds up quick. Yeah, because then you think about I mean, you can add four wheeler to that or a you know, a a side by side or there's just all the, it, it it doesn't even end. it never ends. It never ends and you're you're limited by your, what you feel is important to you and your goals, uh, making the lifestyle just fun. Cause at the end of the day, that's why we do this is just fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it just, it's nuts. Like I've never put numbers down on paper and that number that I just gave based on a 10 year lifespan, that doesn't even include some of the other stuff. Like you said, the hunting equipment that, that I've bought, uh, it's uh, yeah. And then you start adding in the house and property and, and four wheeler and so on and so forth. Yeah. That's, that adds up, man. <laughs> but you, what, you know what, Nick, when Jack, you know, eventually passes away one day, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spend that money again on my next dog. Yep. And that's, that's really what, what the, the biggest cost of all this, because yeah, you, we can put a, an arbitrary number on a lot of this stuff, but you can't put a number for, we do all this because we love it. You're going to get that puppy. You're going to train it. And it's, it's your hunting partner. It's your buddy. You're, you're going hunting, you're testing. And no matter what you're signing up for an agreement with that dog, you're buying that dog and giving that commitment, knowing at the end of the day, you're going to outlive that dog and you mm-hmm. can't put a number and a price tag on that. And that is the true cost of all this. You're doing all this to, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be heartbroken at the end of this, this deal. Right. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's, it's, it's a, you can't even put a price tag on the friendships that you've made or, you know, you start in a podcast with your buddy. 
<laughs> because <laughs> because of all that stuff, you know. So yeah. Well, we yeah. I mean that that's the true intangible right there. You you really mm-hmm. there is no putting a, a number on that, and I'm I'm glad you brought the mood down with talking a uh, bringing that down uh, upon us. <laughs> you know, end the podcast on a low note. Yeah, way to go on that one. But yeah, so uh, again, I hope I hope this didn't bore everybody to death. I know talking numbers and all that stuff, but somebody did send in a request. I can't remember the name. But like he would like to see a true cost breakdown, and uh, and I think we did a, a decent job putting a number down and, and giving you something to shoot off of. If if this ruined your chances of getting a dog uh, within the family. Uh, sorry, but at the end of the day, I'm also not sur- sorry because this is a real cost. And if you're not prepared for that, you know, I'd rather you know on the front end and you don't get the dog just for two years saying that, you know, you have to get rid of it because y- your lifestyle can't afford it or something. Right. Right. Well, awesome. Nick, I appreciate you spending the time and putting those numbers and doing the math. I know how much you love math. Oh yeah. Well, you know, calculators, they come in handy. Yeah. And I'll make sure, uh, uh, no one, um, especially my wife listens to this podcast. (laughs) There you go. If we come away with anything, that's it. So, all right. Hope we didn't bore everybody. Uh, again, if you have a question, if you're curious about anything and you want Scott's infinite wisdom and experience in life, shoot them to us. We'll get them out Mm -hmm. next week. And hope everybody has a great week. Go train the dogs. Enjoy the springtime because it's already getting hot down here. Uh, Enjoy it while you can. And uh, if you're turkey hunting, go shoot a gobbler. Yep. Have fun. Thank you for listening to GDIY. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to take a moment to rate, review, and share with a friend. Also, be sure to follow us and our partners on Facebook and Instagram under Gundog It Yourself. If you really enjoy the podcast and would like to contribute even more to the future content, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash gundog it yourself. Thanks again and happy hunting. Everyone seems to have the same questions or concerns when they start trying to decide which kennel to purchase for their vehicle. Perhaps it's time to stop asking all the questions and just design the perfect setup that meets your exact needs. B-Pro Kennel specializes in designing and fabricating custom premier dog boxes handcrafted right here in the USA from high-grade, lightweight aluminum. They'll get you set up with the size dimensions, lighting, storage, battery boxes with solar charging, and anything else you can dream of. Stop stressing over buying the wrong setup just have to replace it again and year go ahead and check out bprokennels.com and get exactly what you want if you're considering changing your dog's food soon then be sure to check out yukanuba pro performance their science-backed formulas are designed to take your dog to the next level of performance they also now have the new puppy formula to help your pups start strong and live active when looking at all the different food options remember yukanuba to help power their ultimate performance Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Bob from Lone Ducks Gun Dog Chronicles podcast. I hope you just enjoyed the episode you just listened to. And if you did, I think you'll enjoy hopping on ours. We've got professional retriever trainers and upland bird dog trainers from across the country and world sharing their tips and tricks and great stories to help you and your dog get ready for the season. We'll see you there.